Hello, everyone. I'm Contest of Wrestling.com here to talk about a somewhat eventful Raw after WrestleMania and obviously WrestleMania itself here, the two night stupendous extravaganza that we had on Saturday and Sunday. Um, well, I figured we kind of just lump it all together because we have a lot to catch up on WrestleMania, Raw. Um, all that and more and every, everything in between because lots of lots has happened over the past couple of days before i do just want to remind you all this show like everything we do here is available on all of our streaming platforms on called spotify youtube apple Podcasts, all that good stuff you know where to find us please leave a like and subscribe steven chambers right off the bat saying raw was 50 50 at night steven i'm i'm assuming you mean that to mean that it was a bit of a mixed bag and by that i would say you are very right uh raw obviously kicked off with the return of cody rhodes uh, yes, I waited and do a post show for WrestleMania, uh, but we can talk about it now. Cody Rhodes back in WWE officially, uh, and yes, as one might expect, he is on Raw. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Sean. We'll talk about Elias as well. But uh, we get we did start off with Cody Rhodes here, and this was very much what he's been saying, been saying in, in interviews, but maybe in a, in a more uh, storytelling sense that he wants to win the the world title for his father Dusty, and obviously, kind of that's been. Really, what is he's been saying in in every interview? That's why that's why he's back. That's why he, uh, uh, that's what he wants to do. That that's what he's here to do. He's here to win the title, and that's that's all he wants to do. Steven saying it was a good promo. Uh, we got Brian saying Raw is pretty good. Happy to see Rhodes and Reigns here. I mean, yeah, this was in some ways a, a star-studded show, and that's what you would hope for out of a, a Raw coming out of WrestleMania. Uh, at the end of his emotional promo, Cody was. In, almost in tears at points and he was talking about you know dusty if not on his i don't think no i don't think it was on his deathbed but you know it, it was very like there really any of the emotion there um uh dan saying cody on the mic is kind of cringy it definitely was a divisive promo where i kind of came on came across on it was pretty kind of i guess on the fence you know i i was um somewhere in between I, I didn't love it i didn't hate it uh as, as an aw fan you know I, this is what i guess i was expecting you know this is kind of the this was a, a cody rhodes promo uh on on WWE raw which again as i've said before is just inherently weird in the first place that so this is where we are now but this is the the new world order i guess nope i guess pardon the pun but then seth rollins came out and i thought about it during, when uh, cody came out of wrestlemania uh, I thought, you know, hey, it'd be kind of cool if, you know, we had the match, Cody beat Seth, but then why not kind of keep it going? Why not, you know, S Seth could easily turn this into a thing where he's upset that Cody took the WrestleMania moment he's been searching for uh, and then have them feud. And then de depending on how, how much they want to, you know, dive into reality, they could have, uh, you know, the WWE guy versus the, the AEW guy, kind of two faces of the company in different ways. Uh, and I thought that could be a good feud, not just a one-off kind of WrestleMania moment, but a feud, an actual story. And for a second, I thought we were getting that, but then Seth came out and maybe a little teased attention, and they just shook hands. So I know that's clearly not where we're going, at least right now. Not to say they 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 could never run it back, but doesn't seem to happen right now. Instead, Cody said he wants to win the title for himself, his family, for Dusty, and that's what he wants to do. Brian saying uh, Cody versus Roman is marquee if they go with it. I mean, right now there is a vacuum in terms of where we are going with Roman Reigns. We'll talk about him later, but the show did not end with anyone else stepping up to Roman Reigns. Um, so there is definitely a kind of a, an opportunity to step up for anybody and to become the next challenger. I don't think they're going to do it with Cody right now. Like, they're not, I would be very surprised if they did it right off the bat. Um, I do think that we're going to, that's where we're going at the very least to have a match. Um, but. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like now they kind of have to do it. I mean, once you kind of lean to the story that heavily of a one-to-one -one title or his father, it's like, they're not just going to not have him, you know, win the title. Like, even if it's a transitional reign, even if it's, which I don't even know if it will be, uh, I would fully expect he will get the title at some point. Uh, we got Eddie about the promo saying, Cody, uh, the promo brings the emotion. He will be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Curious to see what you all think about that. I tell you, if Brock Lesnar couldn't do it, if I mean Seth Rollins was one that I thought could it could happen, I think Cody could do it. I'm not saying that. I just I think it I would be it'd be surprising. It'd be surprising. But at the same time, the crowd is is eating this up. The crowd at WrestleMania, the crowd tonight, Eddie pointing out the crowd was the ch chanting it all. They were saying you can do it. I'm not sure if they said you you deserve it for Cody, but they were fully like behind him. Supporting him, wanting to see him, 
So crazier things have happened. And uh, I don't know what the exact timeline is, but I have to think that uh, we are now in a situation where, yeah, you know, at some point, probably sooner or later in a very general sense, I could see Cody being the champion, especially if they do this, like the, the two belts Becky thing from two years ago, three years ago now, goodness gracious, where, you know, maybe Roman loses one title. I hope they don't do that, but I could see him doing it to kind of extend his reign to a degree, but it's an, it's an interesting time. You know, Cody Rhodes in WWE is pretty crazy. Uh, Trent Tester saying, I feel like Vince would do it for the headlines and attention. I mean, yeah, the, I think nothing else would uh, generate more of a headline than Cody Rhodes, AW founder, uh, beats Roman Reigns. Uh, but at the same time, the flip side, you know, there's something of like, I just, there's this, I, th- I, I feel valid concern of like, would uh, Vince want to kind of have a perceived AW guy beat Roman Reigns, like his guy, right? The guy that's been carrying the company for so long now. That's uh, pretty crazy. But, you know, I don't know. It's hard to predict. You know, I think it'll be a good story. I just think it'll be a good story if it's booked right. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know where we're going right off the bat. I think there are any number of matches Cody could have that would be interesting. I'm just... Not sure. You know, I, I would like to see him face Randy Orton. I think we've talked about that before. There are a lot of possibilities, but I think uh, it's we're off to a good start here in the Cody Rhodes era here. But someone not off to a good start. Uh, just, boy, one of the weirdest things I've seen in quite some time here was the return of, not Elias, but Ezekiel. I, I guess the, the, the debut of Ezekiel. So Kevin Owens, folks, faced Steve Austin. Someone called Steve Austin in a match. At WrestleMania, absolutely incredible. It was the main event of night one. Huge, huge moment. Crowd went wild. You know, one, I mean, at least in recent years, like all-time moment for WrestleMania. And what does Kevin Owens do the next night on Raw? Or I guess two nights later on Raw. He winds up in excitement with Elias. And, and then, well, the guy comes out, and I didn't recognize him off the bat. And then someone said uh, on Twitter, Elias was like, holy crap, it's Elias. The man who they pronounced dead, or I guess pronounced himself dead in August. And has never been seen since, is now back. But now he's Ezekiel, Elias's younger brother. Now, folks, we're talking about WWE. We see weird stuff all the time. All the time. This was one of the weirdest things I've seen. In a, in a, I'm not saying like absolute crazy things. We've seen like weird things in the 24 7 division. We've seen weird things all across the board. But weird in terms of just like, I guess, nonsensical, you know, of like, but why though? You got like you're gonna keep the guy off of TV for so long. They were clearly so invested in him for so long before that, uh, and now this uh, Ezekiel. And then if you if you look on Twitter uh, on Elias's Twitter account, he said, "Oh, since Elias is gone, like Ezekiel is taking over his Twitter feed." Uh, Dan pointing out uh, the the OG Ezekiel, the true Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson, the last ECW World Champion ever. Uh, that was a, where a lot of people thought though you know, the Ezekiel thing was going, was not to be, Nasha says uh, she saw they had Elias girls. How I haven't heard much about Elias specifically, other than just kind of some, some Knicks pitches here and there. Um, but yeah, he had like longer, like, you know, like almost like throwback 70s hair. Um, it, was, it was just weird, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what to say about it. That, and that, that they're doing this for Kevin Owens. Again, the guy who was just in there with Steve Austin, the guy who, you know, was pretty much carrying the storyline by himself, heading into WrestleMania, the guy who resigned, you know, this big contract extension. This is what you do with him on the Raw for WrestleMania. It's supposed to be this kind of like season premiere. Not the best look. I didn't love it. Didn't love it. I got a St- Scott. Oh, I saw this going on as well. Ezekiel was like Emily Knight with long hair, longer hair. Oh, man. I mean, I'll, okay, Stephen, I will say Ezekiel's not as bad as Butch. I mean, at least Ezekiel is a name. And not to say the butch isn't butch is a name, but like Ezekiel's much more common than butch. Ezekiel is is a conceivable, you know, that's a, that's a normal name, like right. I think that's kind of fair in saying. Uh, Brian with a very fair question saying, why couldn't they just bring back the old Elias? I mean, I was hoping for something different. I mean, I only started watching again in 2019. Even by then, I should say by the time Elias left, uh, the the gimmick had already kind of run stale, and that was already couple years into the, maybe two or three years into his, uh, his run as Elias. So I didn't want the, the exact same Elias to come back, but um, yeah, I, 
I, I didn't want Ezekiel. And that's the thing that, that, uh, that she misses lies as well. I have to think they're going to walk this back eventually. You know, maybe it's a case of mistaken identity within his own mind. I, I don't know. Like, you, you can't do this forever, right? You can't just have him become another person. You know, if we want to live in a world where things make even an inkling of sense. Um, yeah. This was weird. Like again, this was one of the uh, Raw Mania. They were teasing surprises, big twists and turns, and and a wild time. This was really one of the only surprises on the show. Elias coming back as a different person. Um, it's just weird. Like I was hoping for what, like some bliss. Oscar Bailey. Bailey was in town for WrestleMania, so you know that she's around. Um, not to be, at least not for this week. So. We got Elias. We got Elias back. But folks, let's let's focus on one positive. Today, April 4th, 2021, National Veer Day. A beautiful day. They announced, I think it was two weeks ago, that Veer would finally come on Raw tonight. And boy, it was a it was it was a beautiful sight. I I, I can't even lie, I was excited for this one. I was I was uh, getting ready for the article all day. I'm like, I'm gonna have a fun headline, I'm gonna have some fun writing it up. Gonna throw in some puns, gonna be a good time. And what does Veer do? Veer comes to Raw and he destroys the Mysterios. Rey Mysterio, former world champion. Now, this this came after the Miz squashed Dominic like a jabroni in like less than five seconds, maybe like 10 seconds total. And that was an unexpected source of joy because I'm not trying to bash Dominic, but I was like, you know. Can throw the kid a, a decisive loss here and there. Like you don't gotta build him up like he's this absolute next mega star. Veer is raw. I don't know. I don't know if you mean Veer is raw, like like the show, or Veer is raw as in like rough around the edges. But um, I was excited. And then, then they announced Veer is gonna be facing Rey Mysterio next week, a former world champion. That's pretty crazy. Like they're actually, at least for now, pushing him. But yes, DJ, National Veer Day is here. Veer is all over the place, Nando. Veer's everywhere. It's a good time. And these are Disney. He had a good pop. I mean, the crowd seemed a little flat. I can't even lie about that, at least watching on TV. Um, but it seemed like the crowd was, you know, happy to see him. Happy to happy to to have Veer come, which is good. Uh, Eddie's saying Veer is here. Doesn't care about Dominic. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, while, we're, while we're talking about it, Logan Paul. Logan Paul had a great show in WrestleMania as well. Uh, beating the Mysterios alongside the Miz, and then Miz turned on him. Um, didn't see him Logan Paul tonight, but uh, he did say heading into the show that we might see him back at some point. But definitely, even to someone that wasn't excited about the Logan Paul match, shout out to him for a very good performance on Saturday. Uh, yes, fun fact about about Vio, not many people know this. Harmon pointed out he was a he was a prospect in the Pirates uh, Pittsburgh Parks baseball. Uh, developmental system you know he was a baseball player million dollar arm uh, they had this like competition over i think he's from india so definitely a, a very very cool story that they don't really tap into so if they ever really want to make him a, an actual character they definitely do have some actual kind of a life story they can draw on but steven saying Bram studio about to get buried next week by veer could happen it could happen uh, I, I'm surprised they're going right off the bat having to do that. I was more expecting more of a, a typical, you know, couple squashes, you know, beating Akira Tozawa or something, who, or, or I don't even know, T-Bar. But right off the bat, attacking Rey Mysterio and Dominic, like they are, at least for now, pretty serious about it. So pretty cool, you know, the, and Brian St. Vero like dominant. So I guess I am glad that they are uh, kind of, Making him more than the meme. It was all too easy for me to sit here every, every week and be like, "Oh, I'm excited." V is coming and joking, and but then like to actually see they're 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 gonna try and and make something of it because he has gotten this kind of uh, swell of you know momentum support or what whatever you want to call it. You know the people are kind of digging it, so good for him. You know, and, and he's Matt Mode as well as well on Twitter. Like it's it's a good time. The the meme itself is dead. You know, we can't just keep joking how he how he hasn't come yet. We'll find new jokes. We'll have a good time. Uh, Nando, friend of the show, saying, Virus is the monster, giant monster aura that almost couldn't pull off. Now, that's interesting. Um, I mean, they're both pretty in intimidating powerhouses. I, I think, you know, I don't know. I It's interesting to try and compare them. I mean, we really have not seen much of Veer. At least we have more kind of 
uh, data on Omos, where like we've seen him, we've seen at least to some extent what he can do. We'll talk about him in a minute. But very like he's very much still this kind of unknown quality. We've seen the vignettes for weeks now. We've seen, uh, you know, over and over again, just, you know, him team of styles, him having squash matches. Like we know what, what he's about. Veer, not so much. So uh, I think next week we'll be telling in terms of what, what you can do in the ring and especially facing your serial. Like, are they really serious about pushing this guy or is it kind of just a little flash and tank kind of thing? Um, again, I'm hopeful about it. I, I think, you know, they, they have an opportunity to, again, kind of capitalize on that momentum and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, something I, I don't want to write off anything for the night it happens, but we had Bobby Lash return last week, and then he challenged uh, almost to a match WrestleMania, beat him WrestleMania without MVP. MVP and Lash come out tonight to talk about the win. Almost comes out and says he wants a rematch, and then MVP blindsides Bobby Lashley and 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 says basically he was kind of yelling off the mic like, "Oh, you don't you don't need me." And he slapped him and he kicked him, uh, and then he you know stood tall almost as almost slammed Lashley again. Um, and I thought that was a shame. I think there was something that was could, could have been pretty fun about a babyface combo of Lashley and MVP. But at the same time, when they came out, I was like, that doesn't really work. Like, MVP is this cool kind of, like, mob boss almost. Or, like, you know, old school manager. Like, it would have been in, – I mean, not to say it can't be done. For a little bit, uh, I think it was in, like, last fall or so, we had a little – or at the end or in January, we had a little run of babyface Paul Heyman. So, like, it can be done. It can be done well. But at the same time, I was like, that would make a whole lot of sense. Um, so I'm not surprised in the sense that like this happened. Um, but I also didn't see it coming, if that makes sense. Like it's it's a weird uh in between of, of the two. And that's just saying this was the only unexpected thing that happened tonight. Uh by much, yeah, this was definitely kind of out of left field heading into this show. Eddie put a very, very good uh point though. Like almost needs MVP more than Lashley does. Lashley can cut a promo. I, I don't think it's it's his strength, but at least I think like he he's passable almost he has struggled in the promos he's had so far so giving him mvp at least kind of um mix up for that i guess i won't say shortcoming you know weakness something he's working on room for improvement if you will so hey pairing with mvp a guy that managed wwe champion it's a good recipe for success um and i and this would seem to suggest we're kind of gonna we're gonna get this at uh, a rematch of WrestleMania Backlash that is just over a month away. I think that's May 8th. So would imagine we'll kind of draw it out and, and go, you know, maybe almost gets a win there. But Brian's saying almost an MVP could be money, almost need a mouthpiece. And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, if they really do want to push almost as a, a dominant beast, he needs a mouthpiece that kind of speak for him. And, and very few people are better at it than MVP right now. Uh, Steven's saying kind of along the same vein, almost can quit talking let, and let MVP do it for him. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably the, the, the best recipe for, for success here. Uh, but yeah, another another very interesting thing. Uh, we've had NXT title matches on Raw before, so that's not unprecedented. What is unprecedented was the fact that the NXT title changed hands just two days after Dolph Ziggler retained the title against Braun Breaker. Uh, Brown Breaker beat him on Raw. The first time ever the title has changed hand on Raw. So Brown Breaker, now a two-time champion um, on Saturday, was very surprised that Breaker lost. And then to uh, turn around and have Breaker win on Raw is interesting. I saw a lot of comments on Twitter saying that this was probably done so that it could be in front of a bigger crowd, which is fair, but it just doesn't make the most sense. You know, This was, I think, the... Third time, yeah, third time. No, maybe wow, feels we've, we've seen that we've seen that a couple times. So to get to run it back the two days later did seem a little questionable to me. And then the breaker win. Uh when he won when he lost on Saturday, there I thought there was a small chance that he would be getting called up. That's gonna be kind of going around at least the rumor the rumor bill a little little uh, rumor mill a little bit. Won the title, and as Brian's saying, Braun needed the win to keep him in NXT. Yeah. It does feel like with the one here, uh, that would kind of seem to suggest he'll be staying in NXT for now. And likewise, Steven saying Brown's staying in NXT. Surprised they had a rematch after saying deliver, especially you know, two days later. And actually, Green didn't make sense. Again, I guess at this point, the only justifiable kind of reason I, I could I could see is that uh, they just wanted the, the larger crowd. Off the top of my head, I don't know what the difference was. And um, uh, presumably, it would be. Uh, you know, a, a sizable difference, San Diego versus Monday Night Raw, you know, apples and oranges, but um, like to, to what, what, to what effect? Like, why, 
what what are you really gaining in some ways, right? But I, I mean, it is bigger stage, bigger pop, bigger bigger atmosphere. That's what Eddie, Eddie's saying. You know, the it's a you know, bigger crowd, literally. So I, I get it. I just think you know to do to do it two days later. We've already seen the match uh, a couple times. Not to say maybe Slugger had an injury. Maybe he didn't seem that limited. Like seemed fine. I haven't heard anything. I can't say that definitively. Um, anything's possible. Could be kind of a un, unknown injury or maybe he's banged up. I don't know. And and at the end of the day, WWE is very high on Von Breaker. We know that from how he's been booked. That's that's been very apparent from the start. Uh, but at the same time, not just saying maybe you know this title win here. Uh, not, not just saying it comes across that they changed their mind on bringing LeBron up, at least right now. Maybe they decide he's not quite ready. I mean, to me, John, I talked about this several times on the, the I guess, both the Raw and the NXT Post show now. It does feel very soon uh, to call him up. I mean, anything is possible, right? It, it, there's, it, there's no set kind of path. Brown's first match was last September, which is crazy. So it being April now, it does feel pretty soon. Uh, we got a prediction from Eddie Zahari saying that Gunther or Kamala Hayes will beat Breaker around SummerSlam time. Then I'll get called up. I think that's pretty, pretty realistic. I think that that would be a pretty reasonable uh, time frame. That would be almost a year for him to be in NXT kind of full time and growing, learning, developing. Um, and I, I could see that. So, you know, I like it. And uh, I, I don't know. Again, it's, just, it's weird that Ziggler won on Saturday and lost it here. But we're not here to wonder why WWE does what they do. We're just here to kind of talk about it and share, share thoughts about it. But uh, we do have yet another tag team breaking up here. Camella and Zelina Vega split up. The former Women's Time Champions lost titles yesterday to Sasha Banks and Naomi. Then tonight, uh, Vega blamed Camella for the loss and, and then called Corey Graves a handsome man. And they brawled and she walked away. So I did just say, do we have any idea who the call-ups could have been to take on Zelina and Camilla before they imploded? I thought they had announced, they had a graphic that said it, there, it was going to be a match between Camilla and Vega against Shane Vaisler and Natalia. So I don't think we're getting any call-ups here. I, unless I'm completely missing something. I, I thought uh, that, I'm, I'm, also, I'm, I'm, also, I'm imagining it. I thought I saw the graphic. Um, and to that extent, I would say, like, I don't know why that's not, that match needed to happen. I don't know why I would have advertised that in the first place and then not do it. Pretty weird. Um, if you're asking, but if you, I, I guess to kind of elaborate, who do I think the call-up should be? We've, we've said before on the NXT show. Io Shirai. Um, Dakota Kai, I would say. I would say Dakota Kai, but she and Raquel Gonzalez won the women's tag titles over on NXT on Saturday. So they, they seem to be pretty locked in. Uh to NXT for now. So Eos Dry jumps right off the page, call her up, ASAP, hopefully. Um, Toxic Traction, another one, maybe. I, I mean, I would, I would imagine they might be coming up at some point soon. Um, no, no, no call-ups, at least tonight, which was, you know, uh, I, unless you want to count for year, but he was already on Raw, so that doesn't really count. But I think uh, I could definitely say, especially with the loss of another tag team here in the women's division, they could definitely use more, more depth, whether that's, uh, this one, it, seemed, it would seem to be the only way it would be call-ups from NXT and Toxic Traction would definitely be a good one, or or Yashirai. Over on the men's side, seems saying LA Knight, definitely him. I think he would be at the top of the list for me. Um, but And we got, I think it may have been, Stephen, you may have asked or somebody may have asked earlier, what I'm thinking, they're kind of uh, saving the, the returns or any big surprises for, for SmackDown. It's possible. I would more expect that they might kind of uh, balance them. Do someone draw? Do someone smackdown? Give you know, spread spread the wealth. You know, you know, make it make both shows fun. Uh, that's to me the kind of the idea of both the Raw and SmackDown for WrestleMania. Make it fun. Make make it a little unpredictable. Instead, again, the most unpredictable things were were Elias returning and, and Bobby Lashley getting turned on Mary P. It's weird. You know, I I was hoping for more. We didn't get it. And you know, that's not to say that again. For all we know, we could see more next week. It just it always it seems like um, they, they even teased it in the, in the commercial for it. They're going to be teasing. They were teasing surprises and, and some returns. And again, other than Elias, this didn't really happen. Um, we did get a make-out station with Carmella and Corey Graves. And yes, DJ, I agree. We, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. Uh, Saxon said, get a room. You know, yeah, he's was fine, you know. Um, as always, again, the thought here is that, uh, as I was saying, we might get some kind of uh, well, he, I just think like a Ronda Bobby Lashley storyline, maybe some live sex celebrations. I mean, Raw is horny. Raw is definitely getting that that uh, the NXT bug of being too horny these days. Um, <sighs> yeah. 
But I'm plus, well, I guess I'm not trying to be harsh. For me, it's the plus side because I don't particularly enjoy it, but as a, 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 in a neutral sense, no 24-7 title stuff tonight, no weddings, no proposals, as we saw last, I think that was last week. No nothing, but instead we got this, this make-out session. Um, yeah. I, uh, if, if you're if we talked before, if you're watching the Kamala and Corey Graves YouTube show, cool. That's that's not really my cup of tea, so I have not checked that out. But if you're into that and you're enjoying their them being a couple on TV, good for you. Cool. You know, enjoy it. Uh doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. Um Brian overall just saying it was a weird show. Yeah, it, it was weird. Yeah, to me, again, it's it's inherently weird. You have a show uh, in 2022, you got Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and the Social media uh, hype machine veer at this point. Um, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. And we, I, I should mention, yeah, we got one team splitting up tonight and another team pretty clearly going to be splitting up. DJ saying it, it does seem clear to say. He's asking the question. It does seem clear to say uh, if Rhea and Liv Morgan can split up. Well, they lost to Josh Banks and Naomi in a, in a non-title match uh, pretty early on. And then Rhea walked away to tease the heel turn. But later in the show, they make up. It's all good. And she says that she convinced the WWE officials to give them a title match. So they they got a title match, even though they lost. Okay. <laughs> even though it was a championship contender match, and they lost on Saturday, uh, Sunday as well. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But that, it does seem pretty darn clear that will be where Rhea turns heel. Um, and then Fightful Select reported uh, before the show tonight that Ray Ripley has been pitched as a name for Edge's new stable. Another name that has been Tommaso Ciampa, which would be very, very cool. Ray will be cool as well to kind of see that. She has that kind of gothic, or not right now, but like, I mean, she is kind of a darker character. Uh, so I think there is definitely some some promising, uh, that's, that's, I was about to say promising uh, potential. There's something interesting there. You know, the gothic, the dark aspect of uh, Ripley's character, the nightmare and Edge's kind of super dark thing he's doing the house of black thing he's doing so i think that makes sense i think we're kind of going to get if not the the allegiance itself next week at least the heel turn side it up uh but brian's saying brian needs out of the tag title scene or the, the tag scenes uh, in general yeah and again i think that's what we're going to get next week and again we got roman reigns and sasha banks on rod night i think that's good i mean we are yet again seeing this kind of softening of the brand split in some ways Granted, we, right now we have Roman with both titles. We have uh, Sasha Banks now has uh, the women's tag titles, which can go across both brands. When you have, when you can have your top stars on both shows, there is something something to be said for that because then you know they're stars. They have star power. Like it, it feels like a bigger deal. They they have a certain magnitude and charisma that others don't necessarily. And there's. I think that's just a good thing. Like it's just a good thing. As, as someone that's a big fan of Roman Reigns and and Sasha Banks as well, that's a good thing. I think that's a very good thing. So at the very least, even if it's not like a you know drastic end of the brands, but at least it does seem like a softening, a little more crossover, a little more um, a little more back and forth than we might even seeing otherwise. But yeah, a bunch of comments about uh, this edge stable here being like the the uh the house of black and over in aw so we had edge aligned with damien priest for wrestlemania they could have promo kind of promo tonight edge explained it actually made sense of it saying that he and damien priest both kind of fought against their 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 inner selves for far too long of course damien and his inner damien and then damien embraced his true demon i guess uh and, and took his career back into his own hands damien came out and says that he felt like uh, I was speaking to him that, that when he was talking to Giselle, it's about wanting to pitbull, wanting to kind of take control of your, your destiny and all that stuff. Um, they aligned. Age of Styles came out, uh, attacked Damien Priest, was about to beat up Edge. I thought here we might get someone else join stable, whether that was Champa or somebody else, whoever it might be. Um, did not get that and said Priest and Edge stood tall. But yeah, Eddie, again, the FIFA sport, uh, FIFA select report saying that Rhea and Champa are considered having pitched for the Edge stable. That's not a fact in terms of it happening. It's just been pitched, so it's possible. If that happens, I think it would be cool. Whatever the, the name is, I thought I saw something going around. The name might be something like the, the Judges Chambers or something. Edge is called, like he called WrestleMania Judgment Day for Styles. He called um, Priest like the, the punishment for the for the guilty. Punishment Martinez being his former independent name. Um so we haven't really, there hasn't been a clear line to me in the promo the promo he cut tonight, especially that it was like, oh, that's the name. Like when it was in the, I guess my most recent example would be that the, the Jericho Appreciation Society, there was no clear like mic drop moment. Oh, this is our name. 
So I don't know. I uh, added Brian saying the the new brood maybe um, could be. Um, I hope I would hope something a little more kind of unique, a little more 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 uh, individual than that. But it does definitely have it definitely does have brood vibes. And Brian was saying the stable could be pretty cool. I mean, it's Edge. I think this, this would be good for for Edge as a way to really kind of actively build next generation. I mean, he's feuded with Roman and helped him kind of on his climb to where he is now. He was already a top star, but like you know, help him along. But but in terms of actually like building someone up, uh, I think this could be good for uh, for Edge uh, to to really give back to the next generation, working with whether it's Priest, Ray Ripley, especially being young. I think that's definitely promising if that happens. Champa as well. It's weird because Priest and Champa are both like they're older but they're like newer stars to raw so it's a bit of a kind of not an, if, if not an oxymoron like, an, like a contradiction of, of having that hopefully you'll get like a maybe a, a more young member like if it's ripley or somebody else um i think it would definitely be beneficial to have someone get built up like that eddie going all out here got this like four four person tag team match in gender style of ada styles finn Balor, liv morgan uh I'm sorry, three, three, three on three. Uh, three of those versus Edge, Priest, and Ray Ripley. That'd be fun. That'd be pretty cool. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of Ripley being in there. I really like the idea of Ciampa as well. Ciampa has said before in interviews that he really uh, admires Edge. They've worked together before throughout Ciampa's NXT run. So there's something there. I like that. I like that. I saw this going on on Twitter with Steven saying it'd be cool if AJ teamed with uh, Finn Balor, Balor Club. Too sweet. A little throwback there. That'd be fun. Balor took another pin tonight for no reason in a fun six-man tag. Uh, he teamed up with RK Brewer to face Austin Theory and uh, the Usos. So a very fun tag match. Worth noting, RK Bro and their, their digital exclusive after WrestleMania said that they are, uh, Randy Orton said they will come for more titles when it's time. Making very clear that he does intend to challenge, or at least... Oh yeah, at least challenge for more titles uh, when, the, when the time comes, whenever that might be. And they've teased us before, so possible tag team title unification, uh, some, some uh, more consolidation of the titles after Reigns became the undisputed world champion. It seems possible. I don't know, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it'd be a good idea because the tag team division on both brands does not have the depth to really support uh, one title per show. But at the same time, the teams they do have are very good. Uh, we got the just saying the tornado tag was a way better match than that six minute tag. So we had Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Uh, they're going to be an old match. They brawled, became a Texas tornado tag team match. Anything goes, no DQs. Uh, was very good. Both teams are great. We've seen the match a bunch. The the tornado tag situation added some, uh, you know, a little, a little more spice to it. You could they have the, the table bump, Matis Ford, superhuman athlete, frog splash to the table for the win. Uh, this would suggest we already get RK Bro versus Street Profits again. We've seen that before. Going to be a good match. I think this will be good if we they really uh, lean more into the Street Profits newfound aggression. I think that would be good. But uh, otherwise, this will be kind of more of the same. And I don't think that's the best. But Brian never saying Street Profits need the titles. I definitely agree. You know, uh, I was kind of hoping they win the titles. That was, was that on Saturday. It was, folks, I don't remember. Whatever it was, it was WrestleMania. Well, no, the, the, the tag to the match was. Uh, it was a very good match. I was hoping the Street Palace, Street Palace would win. It was a, little part, a little part of me thought Randy might turn on Riddle, uh, you know, kind of flip the script and have this, this big heel turn in WrestleMania. Wasn't to be. Uh, Acker Bro won. So I think Street Palace could be the next champions, more than might, whenever that is. Um, could have maybe WrestleMania Backlash. Could be. I don't know. Uh, we talked about it before. My working theory is we're going to kind of draw this out a little bit. We're going to run over RK Bro, maybe have them ultimately split up and feud on the road to SummerSlam and have a big match there. I think that's possible. So for now, it does feel like we are locked in in a good way about having RK Bro. They're still entertaining, still having great matches. I'm liking it. Eddie's saying, though, speaking of the edge table, what about Priest and Champa being the Titan champions, possibly? Interesting. Interesting. I really hope that this new. Um, stable and this new kind of tweak for for uh, Damian Priest will help him because I think that again the, the split personality thing uh, was not working at all and I think it really kind of hurt his momentum on Raw whereas he was built up very nicely really kind of knocked him back down a couple pegs so I think this could be good for him and then for Ciampa I don't know it's like it's one of the things I, I struggle to kind of picture them together as a team as a faction a little differently like you're like working together but like a team 
it's interesting. They're both very good. They're both very talented. But like the, the combination of the characters, I think it could work. And I think, I mean, they need more teams, definitely, for sure. There's no, no doubt about that. Um, I think I'll, I'll say I think it'll be interesting. I think it will be interesting. Uh, we're talking about more possible tag team champ. Or sorry, more possible new champions here. We have Scott George saying to keep having Theory beat Finn. Uh, he's predicting that Priest takes the title back out of nowhere. That's how backwards Raw is. I do think we are going to get um, Theory winning the title. Like the fact he's pinned Bauer so many times would, to me, seem to suggest that's going to happen. But they they could easily just give it back to Priest as well. Would make sense. Um, I guess I would more hope for Theory at this point to kind of uh, help him reach that next level, whereas he's been pushed for a while now, give him his first title uh, in WWE and, and see how it goes. Um, but no, Scott, can't, can't disagree. Bet Raw is pretty backwards here. Steven Singh's jump is a face not really working out. It likes the Blackheart gimmick better. I mean, I'm a fan of Tomasa Champa, period. Like, whether he's baby face or heel, big fan of his. Uh, I've enjoyed him as a face in the role that he's been on in NXT and that he's been kind of the face of the black and gold brand, the, the old guard. And then I think that's been working for me at least, but you're more than welcome to disagree. Um, but obviously he did have a great run as a heel. So I could easily see him coming up to raw, doing force with the edge and being a, this really, you know, successful heel and thriving in that role. If that happens, if still don't know if it, if it will happen, but it is anything's possible. Anything's possible. Uh, we got Eddie saying Theory will be the U.S. champion at WrestleMania Backlash. I hope they don't do it out that long because, again, we've already seen him pin uh, Balor a couple times. Uh, again, along that same vein, Brian saying Balor's been treated badly since the title win. He wasn't even on WrestleMania, folks. Like, yeah, both mid-card champions not being treated very well right now. That's a, it's a damn shame. So, again, we can hope Theory wins. He'll, um, he'll be treated better as a champion. But... Can't necessarily bank on that happening, but Scott's saying if you're watching all it's backwards. Yeah, that's that's backwards, man. No, no, no arguments here. Uh, it's funny because tonight I didn't think the show was that bad. I just thought it was underwhelming for a raw after Mania. Like I was really hoping for a little more, a little more oomph, a little more, a little more sizzle to that steak. And I, I, I don't even know if Raw's really a steak at this point. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a it's an average steak. It's like the it's like the steak you get at, at Cracker Barrel. Sometimes it'll be overdone or underdone, but it's it's a steak. You eat it and it, it tastes like steak, so steak. Uh, but it's not it's not always going to be great. That's what we're we're overall tonight. Uh, we got again. I was saying the mid mid titles treated like nothing. Yeah, and again, I can hope by putting on like this young new star they they're clearly high on theory. Uh, that that might change, but. Can't, again, can't bank on that. Brian said no big returns or call-ups. I mean, hey, Elias came back to life in terms of his gimmick being that he was dead in April. Oh, sorry, back in August. So that was, like, unexpected. Was that a big return? No, but more of, like, a, wow. Like, I didn't see it coming. Um, but, again, as I said earlier, was hoping for more, a little more surprises. Could stop in on, on Friday for SmackDown, but I just don't know at this point. Uh, we got Stevens saying, don't count out the Miz. Miz did pick, like I said, a very easy one over Dominic. Not quite sure what's next for him. Um, could be next U.S. champion if you're, we're talking about the, the mid-card title here. So Stephen might be talking about that. Um, but yes, I'd be excited. Not feel like they're off Mania. No big call-ups. No big, no big comebacks, returns, or surprises, really. Just normal Raw. That happened to be the night for WrestleMania. So a little bit of a bummer there. But uh, we got DJ back for uh, talking about Champa here, saying you could see uh, Champa turning heel, joining Edge's group. He's been baby, baby for so long. Uh, they, <laughs> DJ, I appreciate you remember. Yes, they did ruin my NXT, my, my music playlist by taking out Champa's No No One Will Survive. Don't worry, it still is on my playlist, and I still I still play it here and there to keep, to keep the memories alive. Uh, Eddie predicting we could see uh, Miz versus Logan Paul. Um, I do think that's like where we're going. Otherwise, why have Logan? Oh, sorry, Ms. Turner, Logan Paul. I feel like that might be like a SummerSlam thing because we, we didn't see Logan Paul tonight. So I feel like he's probably a busy guy. So maybe he'll come back for, for SummerSlam. Biggest party of the summer. Could see it. Um, does seem a little interesting to have him like disappear without a trace in that sense. But yeah, I, I feel like that's what we're going to see at some point. He looked, as I said earlier, he looked like a natural. Very, very impressive performance on Saturday. So um, if he wants to, and he, as he said, at least before WrestleMania, that he that he would be interested in it, could see him coming back. Uh, we got Manly Mel saying he enjoyed Raw. You know, yeah, I I enjoyed it like as an episode of Raw. Like I, as for again, in the sense of just normal sort of Raw, I thought it was fine, and there are things I liked. Uh, and again, it felt more. In some ways, it felt more 
special or, or noteworthy in terms of Cody, Roman, although we'll talk about Roman's promo in a minute. Definitely like thought we get more more of them we got for a show closing angle. We got Veer coming. We got uh, a new NXT title change. And, um, you know, again, the, the almost MVP thing, but by and large, not a whole lot otherwise. Uh, again, Elias being another thing as well. Uh, hopefully we'll get some little, little more surprises on SmackDown, but yeah, not, not really a, a Roth Mania feel. Definitely a little disappointing in that sense. And like, I'm going to look at my notes, but like we've touched on most, most of the big stuff here. Uh, we'll talk about Roman in a minute. Um, yeah, we're, that's really, you know, I, we, I should mention Bianca Blair had a promo about her title win. Uh, absolutely awesome match on Saturday that where Bianca Blair dethroned Becky Lynch. Much as I hoped, you know, I thought like they've got to do it. That's the story they've been telling since SummerSlam. Thankfully, they did it. They did not get in their own way. They did the right thing. Culminated the story. Great match. Great one for Bianca Blair. Big fan of hers. She was a champion. She had this nasty black eye. So she was definitely in a real scrap there. On the, I think Becky accidentally kind of kicked her in the face, like for real, like with a heel to the eye. Uh, DJ, I think, I think you know, it was like an, an errant boot in that sense. Um, good promo. Pretty straightforward, talking about the, uh, thanking the fans for believing in her and how she's even better after all the adversity she was through with Becky and, and getting losing the title. And now she's even better, and now she wants to keep the title. She knows, she knows what it's like to lose it. Didn't get any challengers, though. Didn't get any challengers, didn't get any returns here. We got dancing. He thought we might see Asuka here or even Bailey, kind of run that back. You know, nothing. Just a babyface promo. Um I think it will be interesting to to run back the Bailey feud. If you remember, Bailey was supposed to challenge Bianca for the SmackDown title way back at Money in the Bank in July before before she got hurt. So running back the history will be interesting. Could happen potentially. Asuka will be interesting as well. I think that'd be a good match. But I think WrestleMania Backlash, Backlash being in the name, we got Eddie saying we're probably going to get a rematch. Could be hair versus hair. That'd be interesting. But they already cut Becky's hair, so are they going to like shave her balls? I don't know about that. Uh, I do think we're wearing a rematch, though. And, and they would probably, like, uh, I would think they would add a stipulation of some sort, whatever that might be, uh, to kind of spice it up. But that would seem to be where, we, where we're going. No Becky tonight. Some well-learned time off here. Trent saying that eye looked rough. I mean, yeah, it looked like a real kind of a real black eye. Like, she got really uh, roughed up there. I definitely think it kind of helped. Now she needed it. She looked even more tough. She So she's the toughest. So um, definitely, uh, you know, I don't know. It was like it, sometimes when, when accidents like that happen, it works in the, in the person's favor because like you look tougher, and then it's how you kind of you roll with it. Um, and she looks like a little, she are, she already is a legit badass, and then having a black guy came across like a legit badass. So uh, we got Dan saying Oscar might come back with Io Shirai. That'd be cool, you know. You know, um, if you remember two years ago now, Oscar teamed up with. Uh, uh, Oh man, I'm almost like, almost like Kabuki Sane. Uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane as, as the Kabuki Warriors. Um, that'd be kind of interesting. I've, 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 I think I myself have pitched this before. I just worry that if they did this Asuka EO team, they would do the same, like, you know, stereotypical, you know, Asian superstar kind of thing. Like, it doesn't, they've, they've done that before. Like, I, I don't know if I trust them to do it well. They're both so talented. I, w- I would want much better for them. Um, so I think that'd be a great team. I just don't trust what they would do uh, in terms of in terms of the characters and how they presented them and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean again we talked about we talked about earlier the tag team division needs it. I think there are the worst things you could do. I will just worry that they would not be handled handled correctly. I think both women deserve the very, very best in that regard. They deserve to be handled like true champion the the two champions they are. So. Um, if they do that, I would hope they would uh, do right by him. We got DJ saying, who are the best entrants? Bianca, Becky, Edge, or Cody? It's, inter- it's tough. I think Becky, I like Becky. She had like the MCU and the MCU, like, uh, you know, big time Beck's on screen graphic as a big Marvel fan. I like that a lot. Uh, I thought that was cool. But then she drove out in a car. And then I think it was the next night, Josh Banks drove out in a car. That was kind of weird. And not, you know, just the, the overlap, you know, kind of double dipping there. It's like, if you're going to have a special intent, you know, make it special. Like, don't, don't do the same thing. Uh, Bianca's was cool with, with the marching band. That was very, very cool, especially with her background as a, a standout collegiate athlete. Edge, I've said it before, not a big fan of his new gimmick. Um, I, I miss his old theme song as a big fan of the color purple. 
I thought it was really damn cool how he they had like the the uh, the purple light, not not the weird like black light with the purple light that come out with the the throne and the flames. Uh, that was really cool. The theme, his new theme, is growing on me, and I like it. In terms of, I like the theme itself, but uh, I did not. I I, lo- I, lo- I like his his new theme. I loved his old theme. So uh, minus one for that one, Cody. I mean, Cody, the man. <laughs> Like the two million dollars in fireworks and the you know the the the, the pop and everything, you know, it's different criteria. I, I guess that's my I'm rambling, but that's that's my way of saying it. Like they they each brought something different. Um, oh man, that's tough. Hmm. Uh, I guess I would say Cody uh, with the the dividing factor being the crowd pop. Because no, I mean Bianca got a pop. I think Edge, Edge, even despite his heel turn, got a pop because he's Edge. I think Becky got a pop because you know she's Becky. But like Cody, the crowd just went going crazy. So um, I think that will probably take the Edge, pun, pun intended. Uh, all co-owners, there's there some others as well. I'm probably leaving out. Do you, uh, do you just say you forgot about Pat, Pat McAfee? Pat had the oh, you know, you mentioned Pat. That was like really cool entrance. He had the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and a Seven Nation Army classic football song. That was very very cool. So I definitely like that a lot. Um, so I, I might give, I might give Mac for the edge there because I, I love that song. Uh, but no, especially this year, we're like back with a, a normal WrestleMania. You know, last year was was half capacity, a, a full capacity normal WrestleMania this year. Uh, having the, the the special entrances back was very very a much welcome change. You know, it's good to really be back. Uh, Back in business, I guess. We said this last July, but you know, it still kind of feels in some ways like maybe we weren't quite there in some ways. But WrestleMania, the grand spectacle, you know, having it back as it should be, um, was very, very cool. We got uh, Eddie saying Cody bringing his AW presentation to WWE. Uh, he looks like a huge star. Yeah, he's being handled like one. So, so far, so good on that regard. We got Steven saying, How long will the pops last? I do think there is a bit of a honeymoon phase of like people are glad he's back and now he had this really emotional promo tonight. And he was talking about winning the title for Dusty. Everyone, everyone, everyone loves Dusty, of course. Um, I do think it's going to sour at some point. I do think, uh, you know, and it's like like any, well, not any, I'm, I'm a happily engaged man. Not every relationship sours, but, you know, relationships sour, things go sideways sometimes. Like if people don't like the promos, if people, you know, if, what I don't know if if he does beat Roman, I think people some people might not like that, uh, and that would presumably be a you know way away. Um, I would say pops like this a month, you know, and, and that that would be seemingly like what three raws and then the pay per view roughly, um, and then we might just kind of go back. You know, he might kind of become and some not that would become he would become just another guy, but it would become more of a a normal pop in that sense. Um, I don't know. It, I think that that the answer to that question definitely does depend on how they book him. We got Sean, Sean joking until Brandy gets back. Someone joked about that earlier as well about like, oh, they'll start ruining him once Brandy comes back. Um, I don't want to be mean to Brandy. Like she's does she just does so much behind the scenes and she's just doing a lot of great stuff uh, in her own way with like her cooking show and everything. So I don't, I don't even know if she is coming back or or if she does, it might not be in a, a full capacity, but. Uh, we had DJ asking if W should have changed Cody's theme song. I mean, if, if they're going to go with, you know, as, as they very intentionally did, A.W. Cody, American Nightmare, uh, the, the name, the look, the gear, the entrance, literally down to a T, the exact same thing. They had to do the same entrance. They had, and especially for the pop, to have the, the wrestling has more than one royal family and the, 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 the guitars and the blah, blah, blah. Like, they had to do it. Um and then uh, we got Eddie saying that actually is his own theme song. He's it's it's played at Ring of Honor, Impact, and New Japan, and WWE, and AW. That song is, is like the the key to the Forbidden Door, or you know whatever you want to say. Um, it's interesting. So I I think they kind of had to keep it in that sense. Um, and in some ways, like I'm kind of glad that if if you're gonna if this is happening, this is the reality we're living in now. Ramp up the weird to have AW Cody. NWE, like have the theme, have everything. It's it's such a weird time to me, more than anything else, more than it being uh exciting and interesting and special. It's weird. Again, this guy built helped build AW and now he's not there anymore. Now he's back to WWE. And I like uh, the past six years and everything is just a very weird thing. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about that in the weeks to come here. I do want to talk about what happened in the show with Roman Reigns coming out. 
struggled with an ankle, addressing the WWE Universe. Some concern that he hurt his arm during his match with Brock last night. The, his arm was like swollen. It was like he was uh, struggling, struggling to lift up both titles. He, some people kind of noticed he looked like he was kind of struggling tonight as well. I haven't heard anything official or, or even reported, so I can't really comment on that. Um, but the problem here, you know, we had Paul Heyman crediting uh, Roman for WWE success in the, in the past year plus, with, you know, Peacock subscriptions and the box office and the ticket sales and whatever you want to say. Roman's a big star. Absolutely. I absolutely big, big, big star. Um, and the Roman talks that he called a shot and he beat Brock as he said he would. That he did, and then he said, "But he's a, he's he's a progressive tri tribal chief, so he's always moving forward. So he's going to keep on, you know, pushing. But we're gonna we're gonna have to wait until Friday on SmackDown to find out what is next." And then the show ended. So we don't know what's what's next for Roman Reigns, but we got a bunch of comments predicting uh, that Drew McIntyre will be that will be the next opponent. Steven's predicting it. We got uh, Eddie predicting as well. I think they've already had some matches at live events for the title. Uh, I think it was for the Universal title in the past couple of weeks. Uh, so that would seem to be the case. I can't really think of anybody else right at this very moment who could like believably step up and actually challenge Rowan Reigns in a, in a you know convincing way. McIntyre won WrestleMania. He's former champion. Uh, running it back from SummerSlam, what was that, 2020? You know, way back when. Uh, when they face off in, the, in that chamber, Chamber's champion match. Otherwise, on SmackDown, um, I don't really see anybody. Who do you got? Ricochet, I hear he's the nice champion. Kofi Kingston, former WWE champion, but he's not been booked very well. New Day got horribly squashed at WrestleMania in the worst way. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. You got Finn Balor, maybe he's he's the IC champion. He's been he's been booked poorly. Like nobody really can like actually step up and, and believably challenge him right now, other than Drew. So I think that's where we're going here. I think he's going to lose. I, I don't think they're going to have uh, Roman lose a title at WrestleMania Backlash or something. Again, unless they do like the, the he loses one title and keeps another. Uh, Nakamura, I don't see that. They, like, they, they did that tribute to the troops. And, and Nakamura's been like the, the sidekick to his own tag team before Rick Boogs got hurt. Shout out to Rick Boogs. Hopeful for a speedy recovery, but even though it's a pretty serious torn quad injury. Uh, Butch versus Range, Butch and here going wild here for different DJ. Uh, maybe down the road, maybe down the road. Cody, Cody eventually, I don't think they're gonna do it right away though. Like, I just, I think, I don't think they'd have Cody face Roman and lose. I would be pretty surprised if they did that. I think that would be SummerSlam, maybe at the, maybe at the earliest. Um, but for now, would probably be like a, a transitional thing of, of, of Drew McIntyre. Otherwise, I can't think of anybody, but. Yeah, I mean that the, the the segment was definitely kind of an underwhelming close to Raw of like, oh well, we got I should say here for for uh, for Roman here two more ideas we got Stephen Chambers uh say, sorry Stephen saying Gunther versus Roman that would be an absolute powerhouse clash of two absolute badasses that'd be cool uh, we got DJ saying Sheamus and Roman they have a lot of history that'd be fun as well even for like a one off like a just a, a one night one match feud like a, like an open challenge kind of thing that'd be cool that'd be they're both great. They have a lot of history. They'd be a great match. We've seen it before, though. So not exactly kind of chomping a bit to see that right now. Um, so I think they have some possibilities, but at the same time, like it feels, I really don't think it's going to be anybody but Drew, unless we got Eddie saying maybe they'll have Roman vacate one title and then debut another, like a, like a new heavyweight title. I don't think they would make such a, such a big, not a fuss, a big deal out of unifying the titles and then just kind of, Go back on it right away. Could very well happen in like six months, uh, but to do it right away, I don't necessarily think they're going to do that. Um, so I don't know exactly how they're going to handle this in terms of defending both titles at once, or, or you know, having every match be a winner take all kind of thing. I don't know, uh, but yeah, Drew McIntyre probably going to be the guy. But for Raw tonight, yeah, definitely an underwhelming show. Uh, un un underwhelming for Raw for Raw Mania for Raw like on a normal night, I would have said fine. Elias was weird. Uh, a couple of things I didn't love, but um, you know, I thought it was fine. We got Steven saying Raw with a five point five. Got a couple of comments or um, we just kept on rolling because there's stuff to talk about. Um, 
Let's see, let's see. I know, I know Nando left a comment about some ducks. Yeah, there you are, Nando. If Trader like Norm said raw, he would give it eight ducks. If this were a normal straw, Nando would rate it eight ducks. Think about that, folks. Would have been a very good show, but for off mania, I would assume Nando you mean that was pretty underwhelming, and I would agree. Sean giving it a six point five. Again, not a not a great episode here by by any means. Uh 6.2, like a normal raw again here. Um, you know, yeah. That was not great. Dita saying it's comic comic guy from Sims would say worst episode ever. No call ups, garbage debut, a little hype, horrible horrible remake or renaming of, of Elias here. 1.5. 1.5. Man, ouch. Harsh words. Hopefully it's you know we you know if next week is like at this level, that'll be a, a fine episode of Raw, and, and that would be fine. Um but again, for off minute, you're, you're expecting a little more here. We got Michael Wooden eight is which is pretty high, but he's saying no Gable Stevenson should and he's saying should have kept uh, should have kept it Steve Stevenson. Uh Stevenson reportedly flew home, so I guess this just wasn't in the plans. But uh, he definitely he had his injury moment at WrestleMania Sunday, so maybe we'll see him sooner and later. Maybe he's working on training, I don't know, but it does feel like we'll see him sooner and later. So there you go. We got Michael saying 7.0, Brian was 7 as well, DJ, uh, sorry, Dan was 6.5, Laura Rock with a 6.1, uh, Nando saying it was better than the Raw Go Home show, I mean, the Raw Go Home was not good, it was like half of your packages, not good at all, so definitely a step up in that in that sense, but Scott saying Raw gets a zero. Oh man, oh man, ouch, I'm sorry Scott, that hurts. I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't know what it would take for me to ever give a show a zero. I got to at least give, give him some effort for trying. I uh, said, if not for Cody's promo, would now, he would have given the show a negative 10. Youch, youch. Nando, uh, who again would have given eight ducks for a normal Raw, but a 7.1 uh, for a Raw after Mania. So, and Stephen saying, probably don't expect much NXT tomorrow night. Um,. I mean, it will be like a season premiere. Yeah, you know, they're gonna. It's they're coming out of saying the liver. I would expect kind of the, they have new Kamal uh, Hayes. Uh, sorry, Cameron Grimes, new champion. We got Braun Breaker, new champion. We got um, Dakota Kai. Kaylee, sorry, Dakota Kai. Gonzalez, new champions. So they do have kind of like uh, new directions to go in. So they have. I'll agree. We we don't know what to expect. Literally, because they've announced anything. But I would I would expect some excitement. Um, but otherwise, for Raw, Herman giving it a six as well. I'm glad your team is Jayhawks one. Congratulations. There you go. Um, but yeah, again, not a bad episode of Raw. Just hoping for more. Um, and last year, folks, I didn't want to start, start the show this way. Last week, I wouldn't bring myself otherwise, but obviously it was on the air. Uh, I was obviously not feeling well. I had a panic attack on the air, uh, which was not great. And that was the, the worst place to have them. Um, I was just... Uh, Many week was rough. Uh, just constantly working. I was really overdoing it. Um, and I went to the doctor the next day. And then that's why I didn't do, didn't do post shows for uh, NXT or WrestleMania, which sucked. I wanted to talk about WrestleMania live. I, I worked on Saturday, watched both nights live. So I'm more than happy to talk about them. Uh, but I was just really, I needed to take a little time away. Again, I went to the doctor on Tuesday. Doing good now. Made it through this whole show. So there you go. Um, so I am very sorry about that, folks. I've made it no secret before. Uh, I, I deal with anxiety on the daily. Um, and, you know, I've met very many weeks with stressful, and that's all I can really say. And uh, panic attacks, you never, you never know why they happen, or you, you can't really see them coming in a sense. They just kind of happen. Um, but I'm feeling better now. And, again, I, I have did, definitely I'm sorry that I just kind of, you know, didn't didn't do the shows for a week. You know, we have a small team here and we all work so very hard. Uh, I, John, and I do the shows here, but then like when, when John does the shows, it's, it's me hosting the shows. So, you know, uh, I was essentially under the weather and I didn't, I didn't want to risk, you know, I didn't want to risk happening again on the WrestleMania show because that would not have been great. So uh, I'm feeling better now. Thankfully things are back to normal in terms of many week craziness is over. The week was absolutely crazy. We made it through. Um, so things are definitely better now. Um, but yeah, uh, it was very scary in terms of like, I, it uh, like in the moment it felt minor. Uh, if you, if you don't, if you never had one, you, um, if, in a minor one, you, I, I can't breathe. And then the next day I, I went to the doctor, I had another one there 
and it was a full on one. It was not, it was not a fun time, uh, but it was happening on the air and like, I would do I couldn't breathe. So I, that's why I abruptly signed off. I was going to keep on talking last week and that's what we did. Um, I'm glad we made it to this show, but I, I would have been remiss if I did not say that's happened last week. So I apologize for that. I got help, you know, I, I and I've uh, feeling better now. Again, I think having things be more normal in terms of, you know, normal, normal flow of uh, wrestling rather than the mania week craziness. So back normal now. So we're back, back on track here. Uh, John will be back here on t- tonight on now, where now it's Tuesday night, tonight on Tuesday night for NXT. So we'll, we'll be back on track there as well. And I think schedule printing, Robert and I should be here uh, on Friday for SmackDown as well. So on where do we go? As, as Luke Cage says, uh, forward always, what, whatever he would say. It's been years since I've watched that show. Nando, my friend, I appreciate you saying it's okay to not be okay. Uh, and that's a very important message. I'm definitely, um, I guess, for a lot blackboard and an advocate of mental health. Um, so, you know, and it's like, I consider you all like, you know, fans of the show, friends of the show. So if you ever want to, ever want to reach out or anything, some, some of you, some of you do anyway, drop me a DM, talk to me. It's all, all about it. Um, I'm always willing to be an ear to talk to because I know that that can often make a great difference. So as I said, back on track here. We enjoyed WrestleMania week, but it was crazy. We enjoyed WrestleMania, but it was crazy. Uh, we're back here, more more normal. So that is a much welcome change. Uh, not just saying give, give them this show ten ducks. Now, I appreciate you, my friend, as always. And with that said, folks, again, made it through WrestleMania. We we what well, we all did our very best to give you m- as much content as you could possibly handle because we got bombarded with content over the past week plus interviews and shows uh, beyond the, the, the normal stream. We had uh, Ring of Honor and NXT and WrestleMania and all these things, the collective, all these things. We covered so much of it to our very best ability here. Uh, all the interviews, everything, all for you uh, on the on the news side of things, on podcasting, here at the shows. Uh, on, and, and moving forward, that's what we do. That's what we do here at WrestleZone, SoundCloud, Spotify. You know where to find us. So please do a like and subscribe. With that being said, folks, I do want to thank you all so very much for listening. I'm glad to be back here. Glad to be back doing the show. Again, back on track. And that being said, thank you so very much. And remember, here at Wrestling, we do one thing above all others. And that, my friends, is to enjoy wrestling.